0: Everyone, welcome to Backstory Sessions. I'm your host Matt. We hope you enjoy this episode.
1: Hey everybody, it's Pat and I want to welcome you to this episode of Backstory Sessions. I'm joined today by my co-host Matt. Hey, Matt.
0: Hey, Kat. Hey, everyone. How are you?
1: Well, happy pre-Valentine's Day.
0: Uh, Happy pre-Valentine's Day to you as well.
1: Yeah, like, you know I've been dying for this episode. Oh,
0: of course. I know.
1: Yes, because love is in the air in (laughs) February for Backstory Sessions. Yeah. Um, I mean, we did do... um, was it last year that we talked with Mike, you know, and had that? Um, that was our Valentine's uh, episode. So, you know, kind of a love story uh, in a in a different way. Not necessarily romantic love, but you know, uh, definitely love. No, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike uh, Tilbrook. Yeah. So, this is our second time of of having um, special episodes for the season of Valentine's Day. And uh, because Valentine's Day does not fall on Sunday, um, we're having a pre-Valentine's Day episode and a post-Valentine's Day episode. So uh, half of the month of February is gonna be love.
0: Well, you know, you twisted my arm and I said, okay. (laughs)
1: Yes, yes, and I'm so happy that you did because I just feel like these episodes are going to resonate with people because, you know, most people, um, you know, they've experienced love, I think.
0: Uh, Most people, I would guess, yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, love is like a universal language, I, I think all of our listeners across the world are going to, to appreciate these stories. And, and, you know, I don't know what their stories are um, yet, but um, I know that they're about connections that, you know, just think about, like, all the people in the world and all the people in your lifetime that you have come in contact with. Yeah. Which for you is like a whole lot. but
0: (laughs) Some I can't even remember.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's because there's so many. However. (laughs) You know. Like. You're not going to. Have a connection. With every one of them. Uh, I mean you may on some. Level. But not on deep levels. And so. When you find that person, uh, and you know it may, it may be more than once um, because people, you know, they fall in love possibly more than once, right? I mean, yeah, sure. Uh, they also can fall out of love more than once. That's um, true as well. So, but we're focusing on the positive. So, I mean, the how it is when you know the two people make that deep connection find each other you know that's just you know how i am about that i just, nah, I just know. love that <laughs> i love that
0: so yes, um, i know
1: yeah so that's what i feel like these stories are going to be about Do you
0: i would assume i mean they're valentine's day episodes so hopefully they're not about people you know not like the anti-Valentine's Day thing? I mean, maybe we should do that next year.
1: No, absolutely <laughs> not. Uh, when we should do that is like after prom because, you know, like everybody's like all lovey-dovey for prom and then they break up after. So.
0: Isn't not it? Isn't it like late January people start breaking up because they don't want to have to buy someone a valentine's day present
1: yes um, they, <laughs> you know so i hope that is not the case <laughs> either <laughs> of our couples have broken up you know to get out of a valentine's gift yeah that would um, be a
0: long episode
1: <laughs> be like oh my gosh i cannot believe you like <laughs> you, you know, should have warned through. us <laughs> Go pick some flowers. I'll send some flowers. Like, we gotta, you know, I'd be, like, trying to get them back together, probably.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: And you'd just be like, it's not my business.
0: That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck to you both. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) And that's all we have this week. (laughs) Really short
0: episode.
1: (laughs) Well, I do know that... um, you know, with our first guest that are we're going to talk to um, Monica and CW today. Um, is so Monica, her husband um, was killed in in a car crash, and you know, so this story I I feel like is is going to be really special because. You know, I I can, like, we talked about how you, you know, fall in love or become connected more than once. Like, I think when people make that connection and that feels like it's the one, like, and people get married and whatever, like, you think that's going to be it, you know? Like, you don't think, like, okay, I'm going to find another connection. And then when a tragedy strikes like that, you know you must probably be left to feel like you know that that's my only only love that i'll ever have because that's the way you felt um, right with that person wasn't there
0: wasn't there someone on one of our other episodes that the same sort of thing happened to Um, um it was on the reunion episode uh
1: Yes, uh, one of my classmates, so when we did this through the years, um, Tammy, um, her husband was also a classmate, so they were, you know, high school sweethearts. Right, yeah. And, um, yes, he, he was also killed, and, um, you know, so after some years, she was able to find love again. Right. And... Um, So I'm glad that you brought that up because, you know, that is, um, it's heartwarming to me and heartbreaking at the same time. Sure. So I just, um, you know, I'm, I'm curious, like how Monica, you know, how she was able to move forward and maybe, you know, was she even expecting that she would ever meet or fall in love again yeah There's a lot of just closed down and you know even like in a lot of older couples um y- you know like there there really is like it seems if one of them passes away then you know very shortly after the other one will as well because
0: yeah that's true i've heard about that you know um you Know one of them passes away, and then shortly after the other one dies, really because of a broken heart, or you know, that's yes, sort of thing.
1: broken heart syndrome is a real thing, yeah. Um, and I mean, how great! And so, that you see, that's why I love like Valentine's, and more so, what you know, the love part of it all stands for is like. How great is that to love someone so much um you know and to find that person that you can love that much um that's that to me is like priceless,
0: sure, <laughs> no, it is <laughs> it, it's uh yeah, it'll be an interesting episode um see to see how Monica manages you know her way through um what happened and uh and meet cw
1: yes and you know we don't really know like what's ha- you know cw's background um you know could be similar they could have met in a you know in a grief counseling group or anything for all we know um, right And but... and this is
0: this isn't to say that like you know all the you know The people, all people who fall in love meet after some sort of tragedy. We don't want to say that. I mean, you know, it's just what happened in this case.
1: Yeah, because in a lot of cases, you know, people like, well, I guess it's still kind of a tragedy. But, you know, people, I would say that, you know, the older you get, probably the chances are that you're going to have been in a relationship that, you know, didn't work out, um, whether it's because of divorce or, you know, death or, I would say divorce is probably the biggest one. I well, think. sure.
0: I think the divorce rate is like 50%. Yeah.
1: So, um, yeah, it's, <laughs> so I, th- I guess most people are probably coming out of some kind of, tragedy, but, you know, people split on uh, good terms as well, like, they just figure, you yeah, know, we true. grew apart, or yep. whatever, so,
0: yep. you know, anyway. love is
1: complicated. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, let's, <laughs> uh, you know, let's talk to Monica and CW, and find out how they met, and, uh, you know, what's happening with them.
1: And hear this wonderful story of love. Well, Monica and CW, I want to welcome you to this episode of Backstory Sessions. We're really excited to hear your story of love today.
2: Thank you for having us. Yeah, so
1: I want to sort of start the interview Um before you met each other. So um, maybe like, I don't know, let's say pre-pandemic, just before 2020 when the pandemic starts. Um, So Monica, like what was life like for you at that time? Well, I
2: had lost my husband in a car wreck um, October of 2018. So I was just kind of, living life to the fullest, Um, never expected whatsoever to find love again. I didn't think that was ever possible. Um, So I was just kind of, you know, just to myself a lot of the time. And then I started going out and stuff. But, um, yeah, I just, I wrote love off completely because I didn't want it. Didn't expect it. Didn't think it'd happen again. Just, you know, I was done.
1: So, you sort of felt like with your, your husband um, that was killed in the the car wreck, that, um, you know, that that was your one love that you were going to have for your lifetime. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so, I imagine during this period that... um. You know, was dating something, like, did you want to be in a relationship, or um, did you prefer just dating, or, or you just didn't really want any of it?
2: Well, I after he was killed, you know, I was really lonely and stuff, and so um, I just was, like, friends with a lot of people, just going out. I did date um, a few people, but it wasn't nothing really serious I don't guess um I just didn't it just didn't feel right to me right
1: um so were you always thinking like you know this is the level of love that I had and these are just not up to that level or
2: yes I just after he was you know after he left um i just i couldn't get attached to anybody it just i don't know i just wasn't letting myself and it just didn't feel right so i thought you know i'm just i guess gonna date for the rest of my life or be lonely because i won't never find anyone
1: that can make me feel loved you know okay and so cw i think that's a good place to You know, kind of here where you were um, pre-pandemic, like 2019 or around that time.
3: I had uh, been in a couple of relationships and that had gone kind of sour. One uh, got a little, I guess, abusive and uh, the other one was kind of gotten cheated on a few times so it was a little hard to a lot of walls and stuff had gone up and really didn't know if they'd ever get tore back down again or not
1: so had you been married before yes and in in that marriage did you also think like that's gonna be your one true love or
3: uh, at the time, yes. But as the years kind of went on, it things changed.
1: Yeah. And so, did you prefer just dating, or did you want to, did you like being in a, a relationship, a more serious one?
3: I, uh, with the right one come along, yes. Um, I never did. I guess I'm one that I go in full force and the type to just give everything to that relationship, I guess.
1: Okay, so it sounds like both of you were having similar kinds of um, experiences or feelings uh, at that time. And uh, so how does it change? Like, how do you meet each other? Um, CW list. Let's start with you this time, like, you know, how does it happen?
3: Um, I was sitting there, kind of scrolling through Facebook one night, and of course it had this suggested friends thing pop up, and I seen her profile picture, and I clicked on it, and we kind of had a mutual friend in common that I worked with, and uh, anyway, I called him up, and talked to him and he's like oh yeah that's the one i dated for a little while i was like well and i said okay never mind man and i said you know the <laughs> whole bro code and working together and everything i'm like no it we're not gonna go that way he's like oh no that's i was like no i said it's just no that's okay well, i guess he uh had called her later on that night telling her about me because the next day i got a friend request from her and it just went from there.
1: So did the bro code go away? <laughs> you
3: got yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, he, uh, I think he's probably been one of the biggest supporters of uh, both of us.
1: Well, when you first, like, when you got the friend's suggestion um, and you clicked on her profile, so what was it about that that, um, you know, that made you – interested even enough to call the friend what did you see in her
3: um, just her in general I, the, she looked cute and um, I didn't really scroll through the page too much because I don't get too in-depth in people's pasts and histories and everything until later on
1: right All right, so you just liked the way she looked and saw you had a mutual friend and so took that action. All right, Monica, let's get back to your side of the story. So, did the friend call you or message you and tell you about CW's interest?
2: Okay, so he is the one, this guy is the one that I started dating after Brian was killed. Um he is actually my first cousin's cousin on her dad's side okay so you know we have her a mutual cousin you know friend so um he we talk all the time and so i was driving and um he called me and he said what are you doing i said you know i'm just driving and stuff he said i had a buddy ask about you and i said really And he said, yeah. And I said, well, who? And he told me. And so I looked him up on Facebook. I said, I don't know him. (laughs) And so um, I said, but it looks like he might have a girlfriend. And he said, no, I don't think he does. So we talked a little bit more, and then we hung up. And I was like, I'm going to send him a friend request anyway. So I sent him one, and it wasn't. A short period of time after i sent it maybe not even five minutes i got a message from him <laughs> and so ever since that friend request we've been together
1: so what made you think that he had a girlfriend possibly what did you see that made you think that well see now
2: i'm opposite of cw he doesn't like grow and he's not nosy I'm nosy so I went through every bit of his Facebook and I saw a few pictures of him and this girl from like months before mm-hmm. so so it was actually let's say we met in February so it would have been from what 21 2021 and so um you know that's why I thought he might have had a girlfriend. And so, um, and I was like, "Ah, hey, it's not going to matter. I mean, we might, if he don't, then, I mean, we might go out once or not. But we'll just be friends because I was just used to always keeping everybody just as a friend because I didn't want anything else. So, um, I don't know. But after our first date, he was just, he's like no other guy that I had ever Went out with, and if the rest is just history, well, we're gonna find that history
1: out. So, CW, <laughs> um, you get the friend request, and then you message her. So, what do you say? Was that first message like?
3: Uh, I think I asked her thanks for the uh, ad or the friend request or something like that. And I don't, I don't know. I've still got them all saved in the phone though. Yeah.
1: So, so, how long did this, um, you know, messaging conversation go on? The first one
3: about a week.
1: Okay. And then um, somebody asked someone out, or what happened?
3: Wasn't I think it was you asked something, or said you was going to go to? I uh, was going to eat. I asked to go eat. Or, and then, he, uh, he,
2: yeah, he asked me to go eat, and so we went to, uh, we met in Richmond, and um, I got in the truck with him, and we went to Kodo's to eat in Richmond. And um, Eight Days Sober, which is, well, they're both our friends now, but they were my friends. They have their own band. They were playing at, where was it? Cocktails 2. At Cocktails 2 in Lexington. So, um, after we got done eating, we thought we'd just ride up there and, you know, watch them. And then, um, we did that. And when they closed down, he took me back to my car and that, I mean, we just went our separate ways. And so I was like, well, I don't know if he liked me or not. (laughs) I don't know (laughs) if I'll ever hear from him again, because I mean... you know, he was like, "Okay, I'll talk to you later." I was like, <laughs> "Okay,"
0: <laughs> High five.
2: Uh, and I wasn't used to that, you
1: know. So, right. um, so yeah, I even uh, what what was that about? Um, you I mean, know, I, did... wa-
3: I walked her back to her car and uh, we gave, kissed her goodnight. I don't know. I I was raised a little old fashioned. I guess I still am old fashioned. It's uh, I don't know. I was, <laughs> that's that's just where I was going with it, I guess, just to see if if anything else would come out of it.
1: Did did you either one of you feel like okay, this is gonna be a a relationship that's gonna you know develop into something, or or were you just like I don't like Monica was saying she wasn't sure how you felt. Um, how, how did you feel like did you sense a chemistry or a, something about her that you thought yeah I am gonna ask her out again or
3: it was uh definitely something there I mean the whole night went good we joked carried on uh, I mean my truck was pretty tall up in there, and whenever we was getting ready to leave cocktails too she's like you're going to have to grab my butt and lift me up the thumb I'm like do what <laughs> I've never had a girl tell me to grab her butt before.
2: I couldn't get up in it and so I told him I was like um, I turned around and looked at him he was just standing there and I was like are you going to help me I said you're going to have to put your hand on my tail and lift me
1: up and he was like oh okay <laughs> Well, so even after that CW, um like <laughs> you drop her off <laughs> for the night. You don't um
0: uh, The signs were there. <laughs>
1: it, it sounds like it. Um so Monica, you were were attracted to him? I was very much so. And you were hoping he would you know ask you out again or so what did happen? How long did it take? What happens next? Well,
2: I so I was going down the interstate back towards Barberville. And so I even called my friend. And I was like, I don't. I thought we had a good time. But he just dropped me off to my car and said, well, I'll talk to you later. I said, I don't know if he liked me or not. And so, um, you know, she was just laughing. And then I got a text. So it wasn't even fifteen minutes after I had left him and he had texted me.
1: And what did that say? Like had- Oh, he
2: it, it was just saying that he had a good night and he wanted to do it again and so yeah, that put a smile on my face. So I
1: I knew we was going back out. Okay. And how long did that take till the next time? Well, the let's see. I
2: had plans going out with my girls, um, at Saturday. So he stayed with his daughter. And so we went back out that Friday because he, you know, he works all week. And so, um, we went back out Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Went out Friday and Saturday. But now we did meet during the week. Like I would drive up here and, um, We would have a meeting spot just to talk, or we would meet at the exit at Mount Vernon, and um, we would just sit in our vehicle and talk. But as far as going out on
1: a date, it was the next Friday. Okay. And so um, I'm guessing that one went a little bit better.
2: Is that the day that you met Summer and the baby?
3: That was, uh, you know, a Thursday. That was a Thursday.
2: Actually, it was that Thursday. Yeah, it was that Thursday we went out. We went to Austin City, and I had my daughter and grandbaby with me, and they met him.
1: And did they, um, did your daughter like him? Did you get a stamp of approval? Or was he guarded?
2: No, surprisingly, Summer doesn't like anybody. Like, she doesn't like anybody, and she absolutely loves him. I don't know. It's just nothing about him. He'd want her right off the bat.
1: Well, that did that make you, um, you know, feel like that would be one obstacle you wouldn't have to face? Because I'm sure uh, it would be difficult if she hated him.
2: Oh, yeah. Because my kids, they... Um, you know i mean they mean the world to me so um their approval meant something because if they didn't approve of him then you know it would kind of be hard to uh, go against my kids
1: and so cw you have a daughter Uh, Um,
3: yes i actually got a son and a daughter
1: okay so um when did they get to meet monica
2: it was a
3: two or three months
2: yeah we had probably been dating two or three months before I met Alexis you know because he gets her a week and um, her mom gets her a week to where you know I have my kids all the time Um, even though summer's 23, 24 still She's with me (laughs) all the time, her and the grandbaby. So, um, yeah,
1: it was a while before I met them. And how, um, how far did you live from each other? It's about an hour
3: and a half drive. Okay. So, um,
1: after, um, so after everybody's met, uh, and that seems to be going well, um, did you encounter any problems? Like, was there anyone who was against either of you dating or feeling like you maybe this wasn't going to work out? You didn't know each other well enough? Or,
3: no, everybody seems to be on board with
1: it. So that must have certainly helped everything. But now you have the distance, so you're an hour and a half apart. Um, as things become more serious, how long does that take until you're feeling like, you know, maybe this is going to be a long-term relationship and not just dating? Well,
2: I actually moved up here in Lancaster. I moved to Lancaster from Barberville. When was it? In May. And so, I let my daughter and her baby daddy and my grandbaby live in my house in barberville and I moved to
1: Lancaster with him that's a big step um were people I, supportive of that
3: I actually I think it was what maybe for Valentine's Day for me because I told you I loved you that day that yeah
2: he told me on Valentine's Day that he loved me he he said it first <laughs> <laughs>
1: aww so, but no,
2: everybody was support, supportive of me moving up here and, you know, said if that's what I feel like I need to do, then, you know, because life's too short, so just go with it.
1: So, when he said he loved you, Monica, uh, what did that feel like? I know you said that, you know, you had put the wall up.
3: <laughs> she couldn't even read the card to start with. and She didn't even didn't know it was in there
2: <laughs> i was it was in a valentine card and i was reading it and i saw it and i was like wait a minute did i say that right is that what that says <laughs> i was like but i'm telling you like my walls were up but after i met him i mean he like just crushed them down they
1: like immediately just fell down well oh. And um, so, C.W., have you um, always been uh, a romantic type? Because the Valentine seems, you know, that seems highly romantic. And we're going to talk about your proposal uh, shortly.
3: Um, I guess. I mean, I guess I'm a little bit of a romantic or a softy. I try not to be. but. (laughs)
1: So, Monica, what, what is it that you like most about him?
2: He's a very hard worker. He's a good daddy. Um, he's just a good person. I mean, he is, well, I mean, you know, he's, of course, good looking. <laughs> but um, he's just, he's a very good person. And he's like, he's my best friend.
1: And CW um, What is it about Monica That you like most
3: Uh, It's just everything I mean She's totally different um, And I don't know It's just hard to describe She's She just completes me
1: Aww Well, um, we're going to get to the proposal, but I wanted to see, like, in all of this. So that's a big undertaking on a relationship, I would imagine, of, um, you know, having the move and to live together, um, make all of that work out. So um, did did it go as smoothly as you hoped, or did you find out? you know, some little things about each other that maybe um, irritate you in living together.
3: I don't know about irritating, but, yeah, there's different things that, you know, no two people are exactly the same. And it just takes a little bit of adjustment and getting used to.
1: So, Ray Dunn, let's um, talk about (laughs) that.
3: (laughs) Oh um, gosh!
1: Were you ready for that?
3: No, I wasn't ready for that. But <laughs> and I think it did. Uh, she was on one of her little hunting trips, and, and she was on her way home, and uh and it wasn't even meant. Way it come out, but I was like, "Yeah." I said, "How much junk have you got?" She's like, "Oh, so you're saying my stuff is junk?" I'm like, "No, that's not where we <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it got a little bit of a. I got
2: bit, mad. <laughs> it got a little bit of a heated
3: discussion, <laughs> but I, like I told her, I said, "You know, it's part of you. I want to, you know, try to learn this and try to figure it out and uh, be involved with it with you." I said, not just, you don't have to keep me in the dark about it and do it on your own. And We've had some fun times while we've been out, done hunting.
2: Yeah, he'll even done hunt for me. He'll go, he'll get up in the morning and he'll go to the store done hunting.
1: Aww. What is this, uh, well,
0: it's, uh, What what is this done hunting? Can you explain <laughs> that?
3: <laughs> it's a... It's a bunch of pottery stuff that's got mashed potatoes on a bowl wrote <laughs> on it, so you know to put mashed potatoes in it.
0: Okay. <laughs>
3: it's got, they got a. It's got a plate that says pizza, so you know to put. <laughs> and don't don't put your tacos on it. Cause yeah. She gets mad if you put a taco on a pizza plate. Lord help you. <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
1: Well, it sounds like that you were able to work through, um, you know, the the little things that maybe were different about you and uh, find a way to enjoy them together. Um, I, so I'm going to tell you um, something that I read that um, a person said this is really all you need to know to know if the person is right for you. And then I'm going to see if you agree with that. So the the person said that, all you really need to know about the other person is if if you are sick, will they go out of their way to go get you your favorite candy bar or drink or something to make you feel better? And will they be there to like hold your hair back if you're throwing up? So their <laughs> thing was will the will the person do that for me and would I do that? that person so do you feel like that's a fair um, reasoning for if that's the right person for you
2: well you know he's actually done that for me (laughs) I've I've been like deathly ill and he got up at like two I think it was two o'clock in the morning and um, he went to the store and got me some medicine And, I mean, he just, he treated me like a little baby.
1: (laughs) So, And he knows I'd do the same for him. Is that important, do you feel like, in in somebody you're going to spend your life with, um, knowing that they're there for you like that? I think it is. It is. Well, let's get to the good part, this proposal. So, C.W., um, what was going through your mind? Um, how did you know that you were going to propose? Like, And when did this happen in the relationship?
3: Um, she had made comments, I don't know, earlier in the relationship about how she would marry me right now and all this stuff I'm like you know this is after hearing that she never would get married again whenever we first started talking sure and that guy kind of got the ball rolling and then I don't know she's we got talking about rings and stuff and one thing led to another I messaged a couple of her friends and I talked to the boys in the band and we was going to do it one night while they were playing on her birthday and I talked to Summer about it and everything. I got Summer's permission. I got her dad's permission to ask her. And then uh little Miss Sneaky and Nosy here got to uh, snooping around or whatever and asking questions, I think, and got an idea that that's when I was going to do it, so I had to change it up because I wasn't going to let it It was going to be a surprise. It wasn't going to be whatever she thought it was going
1: to be. Uh, So, Monica, were you disappointed when it wasn't uh, when you thought it was going to be?
2: No, which I wasn't. I mean, I had an idea that he was going to ask me to marry him. But I didn't know when or anything. I was trying to figure it out. I wouldn't be just shocked, but um...
3: she wanted to get her nails done and her hair done. And <laughs> all, <that
1: stuff>. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so CW, how do you put all this together? And because I've seen the video and photos of it, and and it's um, you know, I mean, kudos to you because it's a highly romantic proposal. It's beautiful. So. Uh,
3: I got to give all the decorating and all that stuff credit goes to her daughter, Summer, because she's the one that set all that up. Um, I had no time to set all that up. Um, coordinating and getting it lined out was me. Um, a couple of her girlfriends and her summer are the ones that got it all coordinated out.
1: Okay, and then uh, I I um, heard the song playing. In case you didn't know, uh, Brett Young song. Uh, does that have any significance, or did, who picked that song out?
3: We were just talking about songs. Um, me and Summer were, and uh, mine was uh, my pick was kind of that Ian Munsick uh, long haul. I had sent it to Monica earlier stuff and but she said that her Monica liked that song an awful lot so we went with it instead.
1: all right you picked the ring out you're there waiting uh, Monica do you have any idea you because you've been suspicious um, but are you completely off guard when you walk into this
2: okay so my friend Mandy we usually go out once a week to eat and stuff, but we hadn't been out in a while. And so she said, well, let's go to two amigos. She said, because I have to go to your house um, afterwards because I'm buying a purse from summer, which I thought was funny because she doesn't carry a purse. But I was like, OK, <laughs> so I drove to Barterville to meet Mandy to eat and then she said well just after we got done eating she was like well ride with me to go get this purse from summer and i thought mandy i'm about two hours away i need to go home i'm tired you know and she's like just ride with me so i left my car in town and we rode to my house in Barville. And um, they had hid their vehicles out back so I wouldn't see them. And then I thought it was funny when Summer come and lifted up the garage doors and then led us into the house. I was thinking, what is going on? But I had no idea, like none at all. I was bawling like a little baby
1: <laughs> and everything. Well, yes, because CW shouldn't be in Barberville, right? Like in your mind, he wouldn't be there. Well,
3: that's that's the a funny story too because here I we've got I don't know since don't know, a month or so into dating we've had each other on location on our phones. <laughs> here I am trying to go down the interstate. I'm like, and then she tries to FaceTime me. I'm like, oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, so I'm. I text Mandy, and I'm like, she just tried to FaceTime me. She's like, well, pull off and go to the bathroom. I'm like, I was just at the house. In my, she seen me. I didn't have my I said, I'm going to take my shirt off in the bathroom at McDonald's. I said, this ain't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but luckily, it, it, something other, it, it must have meant to be because one of the guys at work had bought something from me, and I would forgot to give it to him or send it with uh, Monica down that way to get to them so I was like so I FaceTimed her back I was like oh they really need this I said I'm just bringing it down here to them she's like oh okay well
1: I'm getting ready to go eat with Mandy wow that did work out really well All right, and so we know that she says yes uh, and I don't think there's probably was any doubt from anyone that that was going to be the case Um, so I don't know. She said
0: she was
3: going to kill me. (laughs) If
1: if you watch that video as
2: I'm walking, because I was, so when I walked in the, because there's two doors that you have to go through before you go in the house, you know, from the garage. And so I heard music playing. And when we opened the last door, he was walking down the stairs and it was dark with candles and roses and stuff. And, so I put my keys over on the shelf, and I just stood there staring like, what in the world? And I started bawling. Well, when I was walking towards him, I said, I'm going to kill you. Because <laughs> 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 I was like, I mean, I was in total shock. I was not expecting it at all. Hmm.
1: Well, that's very romantic words to be in the video. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Matt, what do you think about all of this so far?
0: Oh, it's a cute story. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I'm happy that you guys were able to uh, get past your prior relationships and uh, all the things that happened there and find each other. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a great story for sure.
1: Well, what can you tell us about the wedding, and what is the planning for that been like?
2: It is um, September the 14th of 2024. Um, it's going to be at the Mills Barn in London. Okay. And, um, yeah, we did not realize how expensive. <laughs> <laughs> and i mean we're already yeah and we don't even have well like glenn farmer is going to be our um planner and um you know we've already paid a deposit for like photography and all that stuff but um there's still a
1: lot to do and yeah we're just we're really excited so, how many people are you expecting? Is this going to be a large event? Or it will be between
2: 160 and 175 people.
1: Wow. Now. And um, CW, how involved have you been in the process of wedding planning?
3: Uh, a little bit, not too much. It's mainly her ordeal as anybody knows it's a females day <laughs> <laughs> but no I'm, i've uh i've talked some sense into her on a couple things <laughs> with, with, with a little bit of help she was she was wanting a public wedding cake <laughs> which me and uh glenn, glenn glenn got her talked out of that so <laughs> uh well that's you know
1: that's interesting idea
3: (laughs) I mean they had some cute ones but it was gonna be go all the way to Knoxville to get it bring it back up here Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah I told her I said the less stress you can put on yourself for that day and just enjoy it the better off it'll be
1: so do you think for both of you that you were meant to be
2: I do yes
1: and that some way, um, if it wasn't through Facebook friend suggestion, uh, it would have been some other way that you would have met.
2: Um, I actually, if it wasn't for Facebook and for, um, John, our friend, um, I don't really think that we would have even crossed paths.
3: Yeah, because I've. I've been to Austin City two or three other times and have never seen her in there.
1: Well, what is your favorite memory together so far? Whoever wants to share first.
2: I'm looking at him to see what he's going <laughs> to say. Cause I don't know. We've had so many. I mean, like, Every day, is like just
3: something different.
2: Yeah, we just have so much fun together, and oh, I did take him to um, his first UK game because he's a U of L fan. But oh, wow. I did take him to his first UK game, so that was pretty. That was exciting, really.
3: That was my first night sleeping in the car to open up at Home Goods for doing hunting.
2: Yeah yeah I made him sleep in the car outside of home goods <laughs> so that we could open that morning because <laughs> we were in where Michigan or somewhere, somewhere Yeah he's traveled different states with me to go done hunting.
0: Wow, you're really you're really into this I guess Oh I am. <laughs> how many how much of this uh stuff would you say you have
2: well when i lived when i lived in barberville my house was i had a two-story house Mm -hmm. well i still have it but anyway um it's covered and my garage had shelves all the way around it it was covered and so I don't know. After, like, the pandemic and stuff, I was like, you know what? I don't want to collect anymore. So I sold almost everything I had. Wow. And through the yard sale, I probably made 30000 Wow. But I had over a $100,000 in my done stuff.
0: Wow. You know, there's... Yeah. there's... There's probably a twelve-step program for that that you could go through. <laughs>
2: That's what everybody says. <laughs> my
3: husband's uh, rehab.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but
2: I did start hunting again and collecting again, and so my collection's growing. Are,
0: are you look? Are you uh, hunting the same things or different stuff or?
2: it's she comes out with new stuff every day oh, every see. day okay. she comes out with new stuff yeah
0: okay it's interesting c w do you have any hobbies like that do you collect anything or uh, uh
3: the only thing i really i i'm into guns uh, okay um, I do some hunting and everything like that which i took her son this year for the first time hunting
0: mm-hmm.
3: and uh been this several years ago i ended up getting rid of just about all my gun collection and now i've made it to where i'm gonna buy one new one every year oh, yeah
2: i bought him one for christmas yeah she bought me i one. did i surprised him with one that he wanted for
1: christmas oh, that's
0: cool does he supply does he uh surprise you with uh new plates that say pizza or something
2: he actually, for Christmas, he bought me a set of blue measuring cups that I wanted. That I had sold mine, and um, I wanted them back. And um, so, like in the store, they're sixteen ninety nine. But the blue ones, yeah, he paid two hundred and fifty for them. <laughs> <laughs> so I was I was very excited to
1: get those. <laughs> awesome. Well, that must be love because, you know, that's um, quite a gift. So, how do you both think it's going to feel to be married uh, versus just in the committed relationship that you're in now and engaged?
2: We consider ourselves married already. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't think it's going to be any different. We treat everything as it's
3: like we are as it is.
1: Yeah.
2: My stuff well, is his, and his stuff is mine. And then, you know, our kids are one. His children are my children, and my children are his children. So,
1: how, how so it sounds like that will just be a day of celebration um, with your friends and family. Yes. All right, 20 years from now, uh, what do you think, when you look back, is going to be... Um, You know, are you still going to feel this way? Do you think you're going to feel differently in 20 years? What is it about love that that you are so pleased to have found?
2: My love grows every day for him. So I can't imagine in 20 years that it's going to be, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to... I'm going to be in love with him just as much in 20 years as I am now.
3: Mostly, we'll probably still be picking and joking with <laughs> each other like this. Like that. <laughs> That's the big thing with us is uh, with her, I think, is she, uh, she can take my aggravating and dish it out at the same time hmm. That's as much as I do. Hmm.
1: Uh, it sounds like you're going to need some additional room for your collection if that continues over. Do you think that, will in 20 years you'll still be um, collecting guns and guns or <laughs> something else?
2: Well, actually, next year, because we were going to start building this year, but because of the wedding and stuff, we're going to put it off to next year. We're actually building a um, barn dominium.
0: Oh, wow.
1: That'll like be it, cool. It's got
3: a, it's got a room designed with a sign going above the door that it, actually says Done and Guns. Done and Guns. <laughs> <laughs> that's where they're all going. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: See, I must be like a psychic or something. I <laughs> well, this is a fascinating story. And, you know, to, I think that's what's your advice out there for people? Um, that felt like you did um, before you met each other that, you know, there's just no hope you're going to be alone forever. Um, You know, what's your advice?
2: Well, I've had some girls that are friends on my Facebook and they're like, I'm so happy for you. I wish it happened, you know, for me. And I said, you know, when you least expect it, that's when you'll find love. And it is because
3: We can't force it. We can't try to find it. It just, I don't know, it just happens.
1: So you would advise people just to go on with their, um, you know, I mean, would you advise them to just be out there dating and, you know, looking or putting themselves out there but not expecting Mm -hmm. um, that they're going to find love just because they're doing that?
3: Um, Right.
2: Yeah, I think, I mean, you know, continue dating, going out, and, you know, going out with friends or whatever. And just don't, like, when you meet somebody, don't say, okay, I'm going to make this work. It just comes naturally. If it's meant to be, it will come
1: naturally. You won't have to force yourself to do nothing. Well... I I've enjoyed this interview and getting to know more of the story, Matt. You have any last words? Yeah, or no, no. Um,
0: no, I uh, I really appreciate you guys coming by and telling us uh, how you met and uh, all the things that uh, you know you've kind of gone through since you've been together, and now you're gonna have a wedding, and uh, that's really cool.
2: Well, thank you guys for asking us to be on
0: here oh cat's a big fan of love stories and uh
1: you know yes (laughs) i am and this one will be a great one for um you know valentine's day um so that was your first kiss i think you said or the first time he said he loved you
2: yeah that's the first time he said that, that he loved me
1: so um how are you gonna top that um this year cw or is that a secret
3: uh, okay. The wheels have been turning But sometimes
1: <laughs> Yeah so our episode will be um, You know it's a couple of days before Valentine's Day um, But we hope that that will Add to your um, Your memories always as you Hear and are able to listen back To the story and The listeners I'm sure are going To love Matt as the title Master so I can't speak for him, but I feel like this one is going to be named Dun and Gun. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right, well, we thank you for coming by and being on, and uh, we will, you know, we're looking forward to uh, talking to you again and uh, finding out what happens down the road. All
2: right, thank you. We appreciate you. All right, take care. Bye guys.
0: Bye-bye. Bye. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, or comments, you can send those to cat at irateplease at or you can write to me at backstory at or Matt at level11ventures.com. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.